0: Welcome ladies, I'm Jacqueline Robinson, and this is the Life 2.0 Community's podcast, Living Life 2.0. You know, I like to describe the Life 2.0 community as a movement, a movement of professional women such as yourself, who are using their talents, skills, and passions to create their second act. You know, my second act began really as a result of being downsized from the pharmaceutical industry in 2009. And that turned out to be a blessing, a blessing in disguise, because it allowed me to realize and pursue my passions and to identify the talents and skills that I really enjoyed using, which ultimately led me to creating the Life 2.0 community. So join us on Living Life 2.0's podcast as we share successful second acts from women who will inspire and encourage you to begin creating your second act. We'll also feature experts to help you along your journey to living a more fulfilling Life 2.0. So let's get started on today's show. Welcome ladies to another episode of Living Life 2.0 podcast. And I am your host, Jacqueline Robinson. And as always, the Living Life 2.0 podcast, our mission is to help and empower professional women to create their second act. And we do that in a number of ways. We have resources that are available online on our website, www.life20community.com, and we also help you by bringing in guest experts to talk on some of the areas that are important as you think about creating your second act. And I am so happy today to have Michelle Saunders. And Michelle's company is called Thrive 365. And the topic that Michelle and I are going to be speaking on today is reigniting careers after an extended leave. But before Michelle and I get into that, Michelle has a great second act story. So Michelle, introduce yourself and please share a little bit for us your second act story.
1: Hi, Jacqueline. Thank you so much. And thanks so much for having me. Yes, I am equally as looking forward to our conversation. Mm -hmm. I am, as Jacqueline just said, Michelle Saunders. And My title is a mindset and transition coach, and the name of my company, yes, is Thrive 365, so I'm a professional coach, Mm -hmm. and yes, this is my second act, and I am happy to take you through the trajectory of how I got here.
0: Great, because for many women, they're not sure. Just share with us how you got, how your second act came about, and we'll just jump right in.
1: Perfect. Okay. So I began my career as an HR, human resources Mm -hmm. professional, in the corporate world, working for banks, consulting firms, and even a pharmaceutical firm in the area of training and development. Mm -hmm. So I spent really over 10 years fostering the development of my colleagues who are my clients, the internal clients, in those corporations. And along those years, during that time, Mm -hmm. I also pursued a master's in social work because I wanted to further my education and understanding of development and how people think and behave. And so after spending many years in that arena... I then chose to step away and spend concentrated time raising our two children. Uh uh So my children were small. They were five and two at the time. And this was a big decision for me, but I wanted to have that time. I felt very blessed Uh that I was able to do that. I knew I left my career behind, although... This was something where my values at that time were, I was prioritizing for myself. This is where I wanted to be. So I... I stayed home for several years Uh and I had what I would call jobs along the way, small jobs along the way. So not necessarily career oriented roles for myself, but jobs. And they were for me great ways to stay connected to people, earn a little bit of money, Uh keep myself Uh feeling involved in diverse adult activities. But I began having that itch to explore my next chapter when my youngest began her college search. Uh And I began thinking, what would my life look like as an empty nester? What would my purpose be while always a mother first for me? You know, what else was my calling professionally? And so at that point, I started networking, exploring, reading, thinking, learning, and ultimately I was connected to the field of coaching. And this I have found for myself as my calling, my passion, Mm -hmm. because my philosophy of life really is all embedded in my work. So my second act is as a professional coach, having come from a corporate role years ago with that big gap in between Mm -hmm. of being more home with my children, raising them. And then I found a a field that right. absolutely embodied my interests, my values, my skills, and my passion. Okay. So that's how I got to this place.
0: Okay. And, and you know what, Diane? I think our topic and, and your background is so appropriate for working women today because a lot of working women have had to leave their careers. Some have become like workers as well as teachers because they're trying to juggle their job as well as have school at home due to the pandemic. And others have actually made the decision that they want to step away from their careers and, and be more involved at home with their families. And so that brings up this whole question, okay, when I am ready to go back, I'm taking this leave be it a short one or one for several years, how do I go back? My second act for so many women is not really starting a business. They may want to go back into the careers that they have left, or they may want to think about something doing entirely different. So let the conversation I think that you and I are going to have today is going to be so appropriate because you are a living example of someone who did step away, who was... Um, away from her career for a while. And then when you decided to come back, it's totally different in a sense from what you did in the past. So tell us how do for the woman who's now going to be re-entering either now or at some point, what's the first thought process? What's the first thing that you step them through?
1: Sure. And I'm definitely going to answer that question. And it's a great question. Mm -hmm. I'm going to just backpedal for just a moment before Mm -hmm. I dive right into that process. And I just want to state that I believe that everyone has their unique story. And so for anyone listening, everyone has their unique story. Everyone has their unique feelings Mm -hmm. and everyone has their unique circumstances. Mm -hmm. So while... While I chose to leave work and people now in this pandemic may not have wanted to, but they need to. And now they want to come back. Some people have been laid off because of the circumstances Mm -hmm. that have just been happening in this world. So it's been more of an involuntary career break. There are many themes that I hear, and I just want to state these so that... People out there who are listening know that they're not alone Mm -hmm. in perhaps some of these feelings. And those three three areas there's feelings of embarrassment Mm -hmm. sometimes, not being enough in some way. But from taking a break, enough meaning smart enough, created enough skilled enough to re to Mm re-enter the workforce. Mm -hmm. Another theme is fear that I hear: fear of the unknown, Mm -hmm. you know, fear of failure. What if I do this? And another theme is a skepticism. Is it too late? Who would hire me? What can I do at this age? And so forth. So I hear a lot of this. And so I work with with women who, although they may have stopped at some point, like we're talking about, they still have ambition. And it's just put on hold for a bit, perhaps, with a focus on different priorities. Mm -hmm. So what I do, to answer your question, is I work with them on... The first thing that I do is I work with them on energy. Oh. Now I'm not talking about I'm not talking about actual stamina, right. like whether they're tired uh-huh, or uh-huh. awake. I'm talking about energy, core energy. And this is from my training. I attended the Institute for Professional Excellence and Coaching, that's also known as IPAC. Uh-huh. And through IPAC, I'm a certified trainer to deliver what's called the energy leadership index assessment. Okay. And this is an attitudinal assessment and this is something that people I work with they'll, they'll start with this and then we look at through through the results with a, with a debrief session, mm-hmm. long tailored debrief session. We look at how are they showing up now in the okay. world? How are okay. they showing up? Mm-hmm. So how are they showing up under regular times normal or under real stress so we look at that as we begin thinking and working on the process of getting back out there what is the energy that's going to best serve them then i move on to let's take a look at their story like i said everybody has their unique story I had my unique story and there's more to the story than Mm -hmm. I even shared in my introduction. Mm -hmm. But of course, everybody has their story stemming from childhood. What is it that they love to do? What have they always been drawn to? What is it that now would be something that would be exciting and fun for them? It doesn't have to be necessarily the same thing that they did prior to their break. We look at their values. I look at their values. We talk about values and while values may be, the same in terms of the general values that people uphold the prioritization of those values shifts over time it could be at one point in their life one one particular thing was a huge priority their um, value um, whereas um, and, no, and now it may be another area that they want to focus on more we look you know at fears together when I say we as a partnership and then the action what are realistic action steps step by step so it doesn't have to feel as a mountain that they're climbing but a step-by-step approach to looking at what kind of work what could they do who could they speak with and how to start the wheels turning I always say keep the train moving whatever's going to keep the train moving
0: Let's do it. Right. Does that help? Does that answer your Yeah, question? because as you were talking about some of the, the parts of your unique story and some of the things you may be feeling, I'm a product of the Great Recession. So I was downsized. And it's funny because you and I both have that pharmaceutical <laughs> background. I, so many women I've met that uh, have some kind of- Have worked uh, in pharmaceutical. Yeah, that have some kind of, at one point, been part of that. And mm. um, you know, and, and I think for me, a lot of people initially asked me, was I angry?" And I said, "No, I am not angry. I, I never mm-hmm. felt anger because I, I, I knew that I was no longer happy there. But again, I was at a point in my life in seven years, I only had seven more years, and I was going to retire. So for me, and looking back, I, I think I was, more upset with myself in a sense that I was willing to hang in there for seven years of my life doing mm. something that I know I, that was no that I no longer was happy in in, in terms of doing so we, as you said what is it that thing that whatever that causes you to step out and then you talked a lot you said you had mentioned core your, your values so can we talk mm. a little bit about that because I feel that's a key part because when you start to go to this next what, it definitely has to be in tune with your beliefs, your values. So can you talk a little bit about more about that? Oh, absolutely.
1: Values, values are are so interesting. Mm -hmm. When I reflect and I'll use myself for an Mm -hmm. example Mm -hmm. here. When I reflect on my values, I, I came from growing up with a, a very close-knit family. Mm-hmm. We had two very big tragedies in our family. Mm-hmm. My sister, we lost our, my sister and my father oh my God. at different times, right. but very tragic. One from a heart attack, my mm-hmm. father, and the other, my sister, had cancer. So yeah. who knows where life leads okay. and who knows what, what happens? So for me... Family and the value of family has just always been, you know, huge. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And when I look at another one of my values, for example, education, I've always been a lifelong learner. I've always loved to learn and love to glean new, new learnings about just anything in life Mm -hmm. and about myself so personal and professional development culturally whatever what may be i love learning so for me a value of helping others Mm -hmm. learn and Mm -hmm. grow Mm -hmm. as well as myself is really big so these are some examples of when you look at your values and i have people take a, a some time to list what are their their key core values and how important are those how do they play a part in where they are at this stage of their life in terms of pursuing their next professional chapter is a particular work area mm-hmm. going to be dependent on on you know how their family is situated right right, right. now right? Right, right or is it a role that just to bring let's for, for example I'm just bringing in some Values. Is it a role where the value, of, let's say, being a leader mm-hmm. and teaching others mm-hmm. comes into play? Mm-hmm. Is that something that's important? It, was there a value perhaps in their younger years right, that was right. key to them in their professional domain, but now not? Isn't as much anymore? Is it where they're working? What kind of an environment are they looking for? Right. All of those things. So it's just a process of exploring who are you now
0: at this okay. stage of your life? Right. That's
1: really what it is in the 2.0 process.
0: Okay. And then recognizing, and, and I love the way you said that because recognizing that over time, your values may change, be it through your experience or, or whatever. And, and yeah. because life is, life is ever changing. It's not static. So who you were, you know, five years ago may not be the same person that you are today. And Sometimes you find that people have a hard time maybe say, this is how I always was and this is who I am, but they really have changed. You find sometimes that people have a hard time, um, I want to say, understanding that change in terms of who they are now and those values because they're so ingrained, as you said, when I was a child or I grew up um, being told this or believing this. So I guess that goes Mm. into a lot of mindset, would you say?
1: Yeah. It's understanding that we grow and we evolve. Mm-hmm. And yeah, when I talk about mindset, I always talk about the the difference, the differences between having that open mindset mm-hmm. where we are looking at constant new ideas, new ways of thinking, okay. inviting that into our lives. So for somebody who Really has that kind of a mindset, then they can see. I learned this back then. Right. This is who I'm accepting as myself now. In terms of, I'm not as much focused on this particular aspect anymore. It's not as important to me, whatever that might be. Right, but right. allowing, allowing fresh new thinking right. to come in, that that open. And I, it's interesting because I do talk about open mindset, uh-huh. closed mindset, which is a a little bit more limiting to somebody. It's not allowing new ideas, fresh ideas, new ways of thinking, new perspectives to come. But then I have a third one that I've made up, and it's called the imperfect mindset. I'm calling it that because it's being open, but it's knowing that nobody's perfect and nothing is perfect. Got it. And it's just saying, okay, this is who I am now. This is where I'm at now. And it's not perfect. The scenario, whatever. Everything doesn't have to be so perfect in order to be able to move forward, and it's accepting right, that. So
0: right, right. Yeah. So I, I think too that if I want to say maybe refresh, rethink, as all part of this, because I do think that, and I've had an opportunity to to listen to other women, and I think yeah. what can you say positive about what we've all gone through? But. If you find something that was maybe on on the more positive side, having the opportunity to be home, to Mm. to really have the opportunity to be more in tune with yourself and who you are and start thinking about what you want and finding that we're living now, that we were then back then living more in the moment as opposed to I'm here today, but my mind is thinking about what I'm going to do two days from now or whatever, really gave Many people the opportunity to start to think about their next what, a second act and, and what yes. they want want to do. And as always, when I, we start <laughs> talking with my guests, I am always like so mindful, oh my God, where did the time go? So Diane, right. I want to take give you these last few minutes to sum up a little bit of what we were saying, because we talked about quite a few things. We talked about mindset, we talked about values and so forth. And then what would be a next step? If someone was coming to you, what is that first process?
1: Yeah, I, I suggest to people, If you're curious, Mm -hmm. if you are just curious Mm -hmm. about what might be a next step for you, Mm -hmm. where would you even start and what would you even love to explore, Mm -hmm. then I would allow yourself to be curious. It's a great place to start and feel free. People can reach out to me if they'd like on an email. I can give my email Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. have a conversation, but it starts with curiosity and it starts with just wondering, wondering right, of right. What, what's in store for you. So I have a checklist mm-hmm. that... Uh... Some things to think about with regard to mindset and transition. And I can share that certainly if somebody wants to send me an email, I can share that. There's so many wonderful books I can share. I do some clubhouse rooms where we talk about mindset and so forth. So I would say if anybody's curious and wants to start thinking about their next chapter, to very much feel free to reach out and I would invite them to a conversation and, and that's it really that's how
0: Michelle and I met that's right <laughs> I was uh, in one of her rooms and as a listener and then person that was asked to share my experience uh, and then I did have like a, a, a one-on-one session with Michelle which was very enlightening so I think Michelle has a, a lot to to offer but I really want to, my whole focus in in terms of doing this and bringing in different speakers to talk on this subject of mindset and transitioning is because I want people to know it's just a natural part of life that we're willing, that life is about adventure. It's about moving from one place in time to another. And it should not be about letting your past or your fears keep you from moving forward. But I always want to bring in speakers who can help and inspire and encourage women to take that step so i am so thankful michelle for the time that you've uh, given us to share your expertise so give our listeners a way to to reach out or or contact you again sure sure my my website is Mm
1: thrive365coach.com And my email is michelle, with one L, so it's M-I-C-H-E-L-E, at thrive365coach.com. And, of course, I'm on LinkedIn and so forth, Mm -hmm. but even just starting there is is a place to begin with, and and then they can find me. And I really love what you're doing, Jacqueline. I do. I love this 2.0 focus. I love that you're inspiring other women to think about... Their next uh, phase, their next season, whatever you want to call right. it. I think we um, we never have to stop growing, and we never, we you
0: know, there could be a 3.0, a 4.0, a 5.0, who knows? Absolutely, because lots I, to come. That's it. And I, I think I said to you, I am past, I think, in my mind, what mm-hmm. people say, midlife, and I'm ready to start that. What is midlife movement? So that may be the next thing yeah, <laughs> love that, that movement. I'm doing because I think we should just yeah. keep going, keep moving, keep evolving, yeah. keep being who we were, I believe, truly meant to be. Michelle, I, I, I just want to thank you so much for your time and your expertise. And uh, again, for our listeners, Michelle has given her information that you can reach out and speak with her. And as I said, I had a conversation with Michelle and I found it to be extremely helpful. So Again, ladies, thank you so much for being part of the Life 2.0 community. And Michelle, thank you so much for being our guest today.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Jacqueline. Thank you so much. Bye, everybody.
0: Thank you, ladies, for being a part of the Living Life 2.0 podcast today. And as I always say, the Life 2.0 is on a mission. We are on a mission to help and empower professional women to create their second act by providing free resources on our website, www.life20community.com, all to help you get started in creating your second act and also by providing experts such as our guests that we had today to share their expertise in helping you to create your second act as well as live a more fulfilling life. I'm Jacqueline Robinson from the Life 2.0 community. Thank you and have a great day. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast, Living Life 2.0, helping you to get inspired by other women who have created their second act. Please join us on other episodes of Living Life 2.0. And if you've enjoyed today's show, please subscribe to this podcast, Living Life 2.0. And don't forget to share and like us on your social media sites. You know, I'd love to hear your comments, suggestions, and stories on starting over. So please email me at info at life20community.com. And if you'd like to learn more about the Life 2.0 community, our website is www.life20community.com. I'm Jacqueline Robinson for the Life 2.0 community. Thank you for listening and join us again.